Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. It's just me today, folks. Well, kind of. It's me and Micah. We are giving Tori a little extra time to rest. Um, She definitely deserves it and needs it. And so if you hear him in the background, please have uh, grace and patience for us as we're in this new season. And But we want to stay committed to devoting ourselves to the Lord daily with you. And so this is a commitment, rain or shine, no matter what's going on, and we're here with you. So thanks for sticking along. We are picking up with day four of our The Enemies of the Heart devotion, the Bible app. There's a link to it in the description of the podcast if you guys want to follow along. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, and I'm also going to read the Devo. The scripture is Luke chapter 12, verses 13 through 21, and it says this, Then someone called from the crowd, Teacher, please tell my brother to divide our father's estate with me. Jesus replied, Friend, who made me the judge over you to decide such a thing as that? Then he continued, Beware, guard against every kind of greed. Life is not measured by how much you own. Then he told him a story. A rich man had a fertile farm that produced fine crops. He said to himself, what should I do? I don't have room for all my crops. Then he said, I know, I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. Then I'll have enough room to store all my wheat and other goods. And I'll sit back and say to myself, my friend, you have enough stored away for years to come. Now take it easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool. You will die this very night. Then who will get everything you worked for? Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not have a rich relationship with God. The devotional is titled, Watching Out for Greed. And it says, The third enemy of the heart is greed. It's when we feel that we deserve more and more worldly wealth and goods. Greed says, I owe myself. Jesus said, watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Well, why is that? Because of the four heart conditions we're considering, greed is the most subtle of all. Greed can take up residence in our heart and live there for years undetected. The unguarded heart is highly susceptible to this debilitating disease. It's difficult to diagnose, especially to self-diagnose. Jesus went on to uncover the lie that fuels all greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. But doesn't everybody already know that? Do people really believe that their lives are equivalent to what they own? The answer is no and yes. No, not everybody knows that. And yes, there are people who believe that your life is pretty much the sum total of what you own. And many of us today are more prone to this belief than we might imagine. After telling this parable, Jesus gave his definition of a greedy person, someone who stores up things for himself or herself, but isn't rich toward God. Being rich toward God is Jesus' talk for being generous toward those in need. A greedy person is the man or woman who saves carefully, but gives sparingly. I'm going to say that again. A greedy person is the man or woman who saves carefully but gives sparingly. Generous giving will break the grip that greed has on your life. So whether or not you think you have extra, give and give generously. 
You've got to give to the point that it forces you to adjust your lifestyle. If you're not willing to give to the point that it impacts your lifestyle, then according to Jesus, you're greedy. If you're consuming to the point of having little or nothing left to give, you're greedy. If you're consuming and saving to the point that there's little or nothing left to give, you're greedy. I know that's a strong point of view, and actually it's really harsh, but it's true. Break the power of greed through the habit of generous giving. It's a habit that changes everything. And the author even put a few kind of notes at the bottom. I'm going to read through those uh, right before the prayer. But there's something, there's a common theme in this one that I really want to touch on. And I I don't want to apologize, but I want you guys to know that whenever I read this, it's easy for us to get a little emotionally attached. Like whenever the devotional is saying like, hey, if you're doing this, you're greedy. Right. And I know for me, I'm like, wait a second, don't call me that, you know, but I would love to just kind of explain something from my point of view and what's helped me process the sin that is greed. And that's that whenever I saw in scripture that that God talks about greed 10 times more than God talks about adultery, that blows my mind because what do we always talk about in the Christian church? Like don't commit adultery, don't wait, sexual morality, this is this. But how often are we actually talking about greed? And keep in mind, the Bible talks about greed 10 times more than adultery. And guess what's interesting when it comes to like adultery is that it's not like something that can slip through the cracks. It's not like one day you're just like, oh, whoops, I did this thing with this person. Like, no, you you know what's happening. But greed, just like the devotional said, is sneaky. It can really go undetected. And so I want to encourage you that even if you don't struggle with greed, it's, it's great to have your defenses up against it because it can always try to creep into your heart. And honestly, there's such an easy way to resist it. And it's about giving. It's about being generous, just like God called us to be. And so I don't want to scare anyone off of pursuing finances or pursuing things. But think, ask yourself this question. Am I pursuing this for my own kingdom or am I pursuing this for God's kingdom? And if I say God's kingdom, how will I actually use it for his kingdom? And the little discussion portion at the very end of the devotional says this. Assess your generosity and giving over the last 12 months. What does your charitable giving say about your heart? If it's not where you want it to be, pray about it and dream up what you would like your generosity to look like and then create a plan of how you can increase your generosity. And I I would love just to end on this before I pray on out. I, I know all of us are in different financial positions and I want to encourage you that When it comes to generosity, it doesn't always have to mean money. Tori and I believe that we can be generous with our treasures, yes, but we can also be generous with our time and with our talents. And so if you're in a place where maybe you're just out of school or you're in school or you're going through a tough financial time, I still believe in giving of your treasures. But also there are other ways that you can give in the season to help you cultivate that generous spirit that will continually break that chain of greed that can so quickly cling to you. And so I just want everyone to know that when scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7, 
every person must give what they have decided in their heart, not under compulsion or out of reluctancy, for God loves a cheerful giver. Let's do this because it's good for our soul and it's good for others as well. Let's break the chain of greed. I'm going to pray sign out. Lord, thank you for this devotional, and thank you for this reminder that greed can be very sneaky, God. And thank you for reminding us of how much you want us to be guarded against it. You talk about it so much that it should alarm us to be ready with the defense against it, God. So would you help us break the chains of greed that can uh, so easily cling to us, Lord? Would you help us find unique ways to be generous with our time, with our talents, and especially with our treasures, God? If it's not a specific church, will you put someone on our heart right now or put a situation or a family or a community or an organization on our heart, God, that we can even start to sow into now, God? And, and help us feel confident knowing that even if it's not a ton right now, God, that you can do something miraculous even with our little, God. You can do something big with our little. Thank you for being generous with us, God. Thank you for giving your life, God. Help us to reflect your love and be generous with our neighbors around us, Lord. In your sons, let me pray. Amen. Amen, y'all. Now's that time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to Lord. Don't forget that you are God's masterpiece, and don't forget that we love you. Auf Wiedersehen.